Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm David. And I'm Sherry. Today we are revisiting a subject that we've done before, but Mm -hmm. in a new light. And I think it's helpful for people who follow the podcast and listen to these episodes to uh, know more of some of the things that are going on for us. And this is kind of a big one. Yes, it is. (laughs) No way around it. That's a pretty big one. But neat because it's also helping us to see something a little bit differently that we've talked about before. Yeah. Um, and so we would like to talk again about forgiveness, mm-hmm. but from a different angle and there's good reason for that. Yeah. Talking a little bit about the like whys and the hows. I think last time we talked a lot about what it is and what it, what isn't. it is, what it isn't. Yes. But we didn't really talk about the whys or the hows. So this is good. Yeah. Why? And Here's a good question for Sherry. Here we Why go. Why forgiveness? Why? Why are we talking about forgiveness yeah. today? Yeah. Well, I guess I need to tell you what's been going on in my life. Tell everybody here what's been going on in my life the last ooh, five and a half weeks, maybe. Well, I guess by the time we actually put this podcast up <laughs> on air, be, yeah. it'll probably be um, a six, little six over two half. months. Yeah. yeah. About two months, maybe. Yeah, so uh, July 11th of this year, I was um, doing my workout for the morning before I went to the office and was riding on the South Jordan Trail um, for you Utah folk Um, (laughs) outside of Utah, just one of the bike trails around in this area and, uh, was going home after I live not too terribly far from it. And I was almost home at a intersection that is occasionally busy, but in the morning it is, um, with a lot of, of commuters and was crossing the intersection on my bike and was hit by a car. My body landed about a hundred feet from where I was hit. I remember David's giving me a look like, what? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't remember that detail, you but remember that. Yeah. I'm visualizing that and it kind of makes my eyes get big. Yeah. Yeah. I remember looking down at my pedal um, and looking up to see the car hitting my body. Um, I don't remember hitting the windshield um, after that or flying through the air but I remember hitting the ground and everything that happened afterward. So when I hit the ground or the windshield, I'm not sure, but I severed, I crushed my L1 vertebrae. Um, And it's actually a complete miracle that I'm not paralyzed. Um, I should have, I mean, if you think of a body or anything 
being thrown that far or being really thrown any distance, laws of physics sort of dictate that you have to continue coming in contact with the ground, right, until you've had enough friction to stop your body. That would be a lot in this case, but I didn't I didn't roll or bounce or whatever across the ground. I just, my body just stopped. And that to me is a complete and utter miracle because if I had with that crushed vertebrae, I would have severed my spinal cord or at least severely damaged it to the point where I wouldn't be walking or anything ever again. So that to me is just a, a huge miracle and I'm very, very grateful for that. So after that, I was in the, um, the ICU and then had surgery on that. So now I've got a, I don't know, foot long metal rod in my back and five screws and was in the hospital for a week and now I'm home. And I've been home for, I guess now a while, just recovering and looking at the long-term, year-long trajectory of being of healing from that level of injury and all the things that I cannot do now and won't be able to do for a long time, which you would be surprised at how much that is. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't be surprised if you break your back, but there, I can't do most everything and I can't, I can't sit for long periods of time. I can't stand for long periods of time. I can't bend or lift or twist or, you know, anything for a long time. So that pretty much rules out almost everything, (laughs) which can be hard for someone who's very active. But so I had the, I've had a lot of experience with people talking to me about forgiveness because I don't have any negative feelings toward the man that hit me pretty instantly had completely forgiven him. And so we've had, I've had a lot of people talking to me about that and how, like, how could you do that? Or, and for you, was that just natural automatic or did it feel like, okay, I'm going to weigh the pros and the cons and make a decision here? Yeah, no, it was, it was very, very automatic. It almost didn't really cross my mind that Hmm. there was even a like it's an Something option just needed. not to. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And so we wanted to talk about um, forgiveness in terms of why and why that is not really, to me, an option mm. not to forgive and why that's developed in in my life and, you know, why, as we look at forgiveness, why is that important and then talk a little bit about how as well. It, it may sound good, but the how is the hard part. And I know that the more you're hurting, the harder it is to put the pieces right. together. And okay, if there were steps, maybe that would be helpful. <laughs> yes. Someone just tell me step A, step B, yes. uh, when it's hard to do. Yes. And I think the more you understand the why, the easier it becomes, but it doesn't completely become easy. Mm-hmm. And especially in certain situations where it's intentional harm or hurt or betrayal. It's very hard. It is very, it can be extremely challenging to forgive. And 
I don't, I think there's, there's reason for that. But I think as we start to understand that, why, you know, of forgiveness, then it gives us at least more of a desire, which I think is the first step right. of forgiving. Yeah, definitely. So why forgive? Let's talk about that a little yeah. bit. I think for Sherry, it comes easily. I mean, I, I know her fairly well now. Yeah. And <laughs> it was a long time. We're different that way. I think, I don't think it's as easy for me mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, but the why is important because, you know, maybe you've been taught your whole life, you need to forgive. And if you're coming from, you know, a Christian background, certainly it's, it's a commandment and we need to forgive. But besides that, which is a good reason, I don't want to take away from that, but why forgive? Um, I was reading a book or listening to a book recently called the emotion code and it talked about energy. And I think that this is a big one. So energy in the sense of what we know now through science is that, you know, atoms are 90% space. Mm -hmm. And if you get really, really, really small, everything is just a a wavelength of light. It's like a vibrating energy. And so everything is made up of energy. Everything is energy. Yes. And we're learning more and more about this, which is fascinating, but there's different kinds of energy. Yep. And you think of like music or, or tone, there's frequency, there's vibration. Yeah, vibration. Mm-hmm. And what's the energy of forgiveness? What's the energy of love? I know a lot of you might be familiar with experiments done with water. Yes. And there's certain energy directed at water and then the water will form certain patterns. Yes. And if the energy is, I hate you, they tend to be irregular patterns. When the energy is, I love you and other positive things, they're symmetrical and different. Mm -hmm. Pretty fascinating. Yeah. So we know there's just energy in everything. And so the question becomes, what type of energy do you want to be or to have in you? Right. And I love that you said be, because it is literally the cells of your being, right? Like, so what is it that you want to be? It's not just have or like a, a thought or a feeling or whatever. We're literally talking about the energy Being. of your cells. Like, what are you? And I think that, you know, the more that we practice forgiveness and these high, higher energy, higher vibration types of things, of, of actions and feelings and emotions, the easier it is then to incorporate others. Um, whether it's more of the same or different. Why would that be important, do you think? I mean, you you think of a life lived in, let's call it a higher frequency or vibration versus a lower, and what difference, what impact would it have on our quality of life? Well, I think, you know, I mean, we talk about that what you do, you know, just affects your quality of life. And I think this is like, oh, this is why it affects your quality of life. Right. And I think it, well, I think it changes your, it changes your life, right? It, it changes your relationship with everyone, with yourself. It changes how you interact with the world around you. If we're looking at like all of these studies 
on emotion and different things like that, it when it's changing your cells for the better, it's changing your cells for the better. Like physically, you live longer, yeah. you have better health, you know, your the chemicals in your brain work a lot better. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be less depressed. You're going to be less anxious. You're going to have these mental health benefits, these physical health benefits, um, these relational benefits and connection with others. But you know, it's, it's almost even more than, than just other people. I think you have a different energy with everything around you. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And I, I'm jumping ahead maybe, but I can't help but think if you are forgiving, how does that impact your ability to forgive yourself? If this were like yeah. a frequency or a vibration and you're, yes. you're, you have this in you because you're giving it to others or to somebody important, um, you're already in that place. Mm -hmm. Your, your, your body feels it. Your cells have it. Mm -hmm. Um, and forgiving self or even just feeling um, God's forgiveness. Yes, yes, which is huge, I think, in yeah. this whole process. I wonder if it's kind of a, if it's a hack. God knows that if you forgive others, you will feel more forgiveness for yourself and more forgiveness from him. Because mm -hmm. if we're not forgiving others and we don't feel like we can forgive ourselves, how much forgiveness are we actually allowing from him? And maybe the idea is, oh, he forgives me, he loves me, but do we really accept it when it's not, you know, the energy that is in us? Right. It's kind of like what you were talking about before with the patterns in the water that that these, these irregular disjointed patterns came from the negative energies. Yeah. And when you have those higher energies, it flows. Yeah. Right? All it of that, flows, yep. it flows. You are, it's, it's the difference between when you have negative energies, like a, um, a hate or a resentment or a, I'm not going to forgive. Um, those are closed spaces, yeah. right? It's a closed feeling. It's a closed off energy. Um, it's almost like an electrical current, right? And I know very little about these things, but I do know your on and off switch is a breaking that current versus connecting that current so that it flows through. And I think those visuals can help us understand what happens with our own energy, our own vibrations in ourselves, connected to God and with others, with all of humanity and with all of really all of creation. Yeah. And so all of these high vibration spaces, love, gratitude, forgiveness, you know, these are all ways that open connection, that open um, flow of energy, which brings more light, which is also conducive to the reciprocation of those things. Right. Or a more likelihood to step into some of these other spaces when, you know, I think of forgiveness and you know, as we're trying to formulate, how do we talk about this? How do we want to explain this? 
um, you know, David, you were talking a, a lot about love and forgiveness and how those are connected. I think also gratitude and forgiveness yeah. are really These are all connected. higher frequencies, no question. Yes. I, I, I think about these experiments with water mm-hmm. and how it's interesting that 70% of our body is water. Yeah. And if we're in flow or symmetrical yes. or the current... Um, can get through easier that's that's significant and and the impact that we have on others when you think about somebody who is really grumpy grouchy how it can kind of spread and Mm -hmm. you start to feel the same way just being around them Mm -hmm. because it's energy or vice versa somebody who's very positive and happy you just feel better yes and so i think we really underestimate the impact of our energy or at least maybe we don't identify it this way Mm -hmm. and And i think you know we've just talked to in recent episodes, right? About, right. as we're talking about that openness and that flow and that uh, light and that, you know, there's even more than that, right? As we're around other people and we're in that those same spaces, the, the synergy that they can actually measure and your yeah. heartbeats and your brain waves that start to... Um, to regulate and to sink to sink yeah that that creates more power and it creates more light and it creates all of these things so it's really this incredible experience in and of your own being but also as we interact with other beings right um it just is it changes everything it it brings everything to a higher more healthy more healed, more gratitude, more love, more, um, more forgiveness, more shared experience, more connectedness. I think of Sherry now and more healed and the benefit her body has being in a forgiving place Mm. than in angry resentment, bitter, holding a grudge. I mean, her body's in the process now of healing and it's going to be a long process, but what kind of flow do you want in your body when you are healing, when it needs everything? Yes. Um, imagine being angry and living with that every day and feeling like uh, this isn't fair and it's ruined your life and mm-hmm. the impact that would have. Yeah. I mean, no doubt if we're doing studies on the length of time that somebody feels healed, that's going to impact that. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, and, and I think there's actually evidence of that in my experience. Doctors are already shocked at the level of healing that is taking place. And obviously, you know, some things just still take time, right? Yeah. A bonus healing. But um, the I walked into my first post-op appointment and the physician who saw me had... I was not seen by the physician who had operated on me. And he literally didn't believe that I was the patient. Because you came walking in. Because I was walking in and walking so well and holding my body so well. He even mentioned just just my affect and just everything about me Hmm. did not exude at all the fact that I had been in the ICU two and a half weeks ago. Wow. And so I think there is some evidence of that, right? And it's interesting because in the past, as I've talked about negative um, 
emotions and things like that with clients. We talk about how that's kind of like, you know, flushing energy down the toilet. Like really you want to, you can choose to spend your time and energy doing that if you really want to, Right. but it's, you know, it, it's just kind of getting wasted when you could be using that in other spaces. Um, but I think it's even more than that as we're talking about this concept. It's, it's not just a, like, okay, we're, we're sort of zeroed out, but it's actually in, it's a negative. It's taking you away from all of those good things. Yeah. And I really believe that like attracts like, Mm -hmm. and if that's the energy you're bringing that in towards you and it's kind of this law of attraction effect right? where you wonder why everything feels like it's like, it's not going well. And sure. Part of that is perspective, but you are also attracting things um, into your life that are negative, that are heavy, that are darker, that are, let's call it a lower frequency, yes. lower vibration. Yes. And I see that a lot too. So, yeah. And I think about, um, you know, my experience being in, you know, the ICU and the hospital and all the different nurses and, and people that attend to you and being in that space of, of forgiveness, but also, um, of those other higher vibrations of light, of, um, of love, of gratitude and choosing that choosing to be there. Um, because I think you do have to make that choice. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I've, I've worked on that many, many years of choosing that. So it, it wasn't as maybe hard of a choice as it would have been in, in times past because I've seen the benefits of it over, you know, so many choices and sitting in it for a long time and then going, okay, well, this kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, like this isn't helping me at all. Right. And when I choose this, I feel very different. Um, but choosing that, choosing to um, allow that free flow of energy instead of stopping that, I had so many beautiful experiences with with the people that were helping me, right? As I would interact with them. I, I had a nurse from, um, the middle East and just in talking and in sharing with her and in, um, appreciating her, loving her, um, all of those experiences, she was willing and able to share. She shared some very, very hard things about her escaping from the middle East and, and being here and just Mm. really hard, hard things. And, you know, saying, I've never, I've never told a soul this before. Right. And what a beautiful experience. I was so honored that she would be willing to share that with me. That is, I, I had a, a guy that pushed my bed over to get, you know, x-rays and MRIs and things like that. And he had a similar experience um, coming from some a couple of places in Asia and also shared some things with me, right? And, and it's an opening, right? Wow. That, that just opened up these spaces of connection and it changed, it changed things, right? It, it changes us. And I am so much better for having had those connective experiences with them, you know, but, but even small things of choosing positivity, right? Like being 
one of the things that I found was really challenging was being rolled onto this gurney, rolled onto that gurney, rolled back onto this board, back onto here, rolled here for imaging. You know, I had that experience many times when they're telling you, don't move anything or you could be paralyzed. So every time I'm being rolled, it's like, this could be the last time that I feel right. My legs, this could be the last time that I, you know, this might be the difference between me walking and not. And that's a, that's a really hard something to think about Yeah. and to have happen. And so, and of course you got like six people doing that, you know, each time trying to keep you as still as possible. And I prepare myself, you know, they cross your arms over your chest and then, you know, tell, okay, you know, you've got one, two, three, right? And so I kind of, you know, just kind of grit, okay, here it comes. And I just, you know, you kind of may <laughs> tighten, you know, just and do the things you need to to kind of get through it, right? And, um, and I had several of them say, oh, I'm so sorry, so sorry. Hmm. And the choice is do I want to sit in this like horrible thing, whatever, or do I want to choose a positive frequency and energy? And that positive frequency and energy is so much like more helpful in my opinion for me. And so I chose that. And my response was that it's, it is so worth it. If it means I can still feel like instead of sitting in the pain and being upset about the pain, it was, I'm grateful for the pain. I'm grateful for it because it means I can still Hmm. walk and feel and all of that. That's an interesting concept, huh? Yeah. It's a neat one. So shared humanity. Yeah. There's a lot of sharing that you're describing. Yes. And, and impacting positively lots of other lives. But it's not just that it's the impact that they then have on you. Yeah. It's a, it's an open conduit both ways and it, it brings everyone and everything up, you know, just, just thinking of how much I was blessed by each of those people and each of those interactions. And then the response, like, you know, in the ICU, you don't have a lot of people who are really even coherent, let alone in a very like positive space. And a lot of nurses that really loved me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm so happy to get to talk to someone who's like talking (laughs) and then is positive and all of the things. Right. But how much more, how much more was I blessed by getting to interact with them and, you know, feel of their, their lives. And it's, it can be easy and sometimes we need to when we're in, for example, a lot of trauma. It's sometimes we need to narrow our focus so that we can be more inside of what's going on and, and focus on that. And we can't do all the things for all the people when we're in those, you know, places. It's kind of a you know, being in an emotional ICU, right? Like you have to kind of focus on things that need attention. Right. Right. But when we can step out of those spaces emotionally and connect with others, it expands our capacities and it changes our, our viewpoints and our lives. And it, that energy flow is just, it's just really Mm -hmm. an incredible experience. I think that's why you hear kind of phrases like, yeah, if you're having a hard time, go like serve someone else or go help someone else. right? Right. Because it gets you out of that place of, of closedness and into more of a space of openness. 
so I think that shared humanity with with the energy flows and why is is a critical piece and that goes up right to our relationship with God it goes out to our relationship with others it goes through our own selves and our relationship to ourselves and I think it's just this really beautiful connected space I think as we're talking more about this there is more to share and yes I really like how this is a lot more personal and so what we Mm -hmm. want to do is follow this episode up with another episode where we finish up on the second half really we want to talk more about how Right. Like we mentioned earlier. Right. And not just, hey, forgiveness is a good thing. And now that we maybe <laughs> convince you that this is something that you really want, <laughs> how do we do this? And yeah. I think that's a really good question. And I hear that a lot right. as a therapist. And so we want to spend mm-hmm. more time on that. And so please stay tuned for the follow-up episode. Our part two. I know we do a lot of part part twos, twos. but (laughs) this is just the way it works out. So part two, how of forgiveness, and we get to hear maybe the other side of the story a little bit. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yes. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at twotherapisttalking.com or email podcast at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.